The Dallas Stars are looking to get back on track tonight as they welcome the Carolina Hurricanes to town. And on today's episode, we'll get you ready for tonight's matchup with some quick news updates about the roster adjustments and also talk about where the Dallas Stars stand against the rest of the NHL in terms of Stanley Cup champion odds. All of this and more coming up on today's episode of Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Wednesday, January 25th. And this episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more and visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started today. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener of the show, thank you for stopping by and making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube or the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform. We are free and available no matter where or how you may choose to listen. And we're going to kick off today's episode with a little bit of a roster update. I'm sure several of you have already seen, but in case you missed it, we knew this was coming at some point soon, but the Dallas Stars have officially loaned forward Freddie Olofsson back to the Texas Stars of the American Hockey League. Olofsson had a goal and three assists, four points in 13 games during his first NHL stint in his career. And this is a move, again, we knew this was coming because he had filled in in the absence of Denis Gurionov. And then by the time Denis Gurionov comes back into the lineup, we saw the departure of Rope Hence, and so he got to stick around maybe a little bit longer than he or the coaching staff anticipated, but he did pretty well. And this is a move that makes a lot of sense. It allows the Dallas Stars to acquire a little bit more cap space while only carrying 12 forwards on the team. And this allows Freddie to continue to stay active as the Stars are about to go on a pretty lengthy break to close out January and into the early stages of February when All-Star Weekend happens. But the Texas Stars will still be in action during the majority uh, of the time that the Stars are off. The Stars will have no games from January 28th through February 5th. And the Texas Stars will continue to play games from now up until the 4th of February. So he might still stick around with the Texas Stars even after the NHL All-Star break and the Dallas Stars extended time off. But I think there's also potential that we could see him on the NHL roster at some point again this season. Uh, again, I think he played incredibly well. Of course, not the flashiest numbers or flashiest statistics, but I mean, you can't expect a ton from a guy who's playing mainly fourth line minutes uh, and making his you know first debut in the NHL, only 13 games played. But I think he's a little bit different than some of the other AHL players who we've seen play for the Dallas Stars this season because he is considerably older than most of the other guys we've seen at 26 years old. Took him a little bit longer to debut in the NHL, but 
better late than never. And I think that he truly did make the most of his opportunity. And I really enjoyed watching him play and enjoyed uh, the one interaction I got to have with him with the rest of the Stars media after Saturday night's win against the Arizona Coyotes. Just a guy who is incredibly grateful for the opportunity he's been given. Seems like he doesn't take any day for granted. Loves what he gets to do. Uh, and I respect that a ton. And I think he earned his spot to you know, to, to keep on the Stars roster. And I'm sure this will not be the last that we see of him uh, as I think he made a really good impact, especially in some of these more recent games with the team. He plays hard and I think was a breath of fresh air for, you know, bottom line that has struggled to create pressure at times. We've seen guys, whether it's him, whether it's Roddick Foxa and even Denis Gurionov over the past couple of games really start to pick up their level of play a little bit which I think is going to be crucial for the Dallas Stars as they continue to press forward uh, in their pursuit of you know the top seed in the Central Division and Western Conference. And so I'm curious to see what lineup decisions are made and what the Stars do at the trade deadline. What, what does the future have for Freddie Olofsson? I don't know for sure, but I'm glad that we got to see this brief stint of an NHL debut. I doubt it will be the last that we see of him at the NHL level in victory green and hopefully he's able to continue to play well at the ahl level and continue to make a career for himself alongside several other players who i think could get a shot at the nhl roster this year if needed we've already seen plenty of guys like riley tufty freddie carlstrom Mate blumel and i think there's a few others as well like marion student each that i feel like it's only a matter of time before maybe they get another shot at the nhl level but nonetheless this is a good sign because the Stars are able to acquire cap space, and it means the rest of the roster is healthy, all things considered. Rope Hints is back and didn't really seem to have missed much of a beat on Monday night against the Buffalo Sabres. Maybe a little bit of fatigue and wear and tear near the end of the game, but again, that is to be expected for a player who missed seven matchups and is having to get reacclimated uh, to the speed of an NHL game. So I think Rope is just going to continue to play at a high level and gain more endurance as the season continues to go on. And, you know, he'll get some nice rest and get to fully recover if he's not already, which based on what we saw Monday night, I do think that he is pretty close to fully recovered, but he wasn't selected for the NHL All-Star game, which is sad because I think he deserves recognition for that. But I'm also glad that he, Miro, and Jake Ottinger will get the adequate time off that I think they need in order to fully rest and get prepared for the final stretch of this season. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about some FanDuel odds. We're going to take a minute and say thank you to FanDuel in a second, but they've updated their odds for the Stanley Cup champion of this season, and the placement for the Dallas Stars in comparison to some other teams is pretty interesting. More on that right after this. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are here, and we're really excited about our new betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They have so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. All you have to do is sign up at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel has all of your favorite bets from the money line to point spreads and player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a bigger chance at bigger payout with the same game parlay. 
all on an app that's safe, secure, and easy to use. So football fans, you don't want to miss out on this opportunity. Place your first $5 bet and get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. And you've just heard an ad for our sponsors at FanDuel, the new sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. And we're really excited to be partnering with FanDuel. And they've recently started to show some of their uh, expectations for the majority uh, of the rest of the NHL season. It's starting to get to that time of year where you start to talk about the true title contenders and the teams that, while they might be a good story, while they might make the playoffs, maybe they're not true Stanley Cup Finals contenders. And we saw on Tuesday the release of the updated NHL title odds according to FanDuel Sportsbook. And the list is interesting, to say the least. I've thrown it up on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. You can, of course, check it out on social media as well. You can check out the Locked On Stars Twitter page or the Locked On Sports Twitter page as well. They're the ones that tweeted out the graphic. And I think that some of the list does make sense. I think you take a look at the top three, and I think it's totally fair. The Boston Bruins are playing incredibly well this season. They don't really lose that many games. They, they seem like a far and away clear favorite to win the Stanley Cup. It just really seems like a matter of who they'll be facing from the Western Conference. And, and I mean, not a lot going against the Bruins right now. They're playing incredibly well, and I, you have to imagine that they're going to make some sort of move at the trade deadline to make that roster and make that team even better. And of course, the Colorado Avalanche, you got to give the respect to the defending Stanley Cup champions. Even though they're a little bit injured right now, they're starting to get some things figured out. They're starting to string together some wins, and we're seeing what they're truly made of. I have no doubt that the Avalanche will find themselves in a top three spot in the Central Division at the end of this season. And I think they have the potential to go on a pretty deep run. This is not a team you will want to match up with in the playoffs. And of course, the Stars opponent tonight, they, the Carolina Hurricanes coming in at third at plus 800, actually tied with the Avalanche at plus, plus 800, under Boston at plus 500. I think the Hurricanes make sense. They're having a great year as well. We'll talk a little bit about them as a team later in the episode. But... Where things start to get a little bit funny is, you know, the rest of the list. The Toronto Maple Leafs coming at fourth at plus 1,000. I think the Leafs projected to be in the top five to win the Stanley Cup is funny. I'll believe it when I see it. If You know, insert first-round joke here. I don't necessarily see them winning the Stanley Cup this season because I just don't know if they'll even make it to the second round of the playoffs. But that's a different discussion for a different day. And, of course, the Tampa Bay Lightning coming in at plus 1,200 which I, I, that makes sense. I, if anything, that might be a little bit too low. I feel like people are sleeping on the Lightning this season. They're still a great team. Kucherov, Stamkos, Hedman, they're doing their thing this season. They're flying a little bit under the radar, and I think you could argue that they did so last season, and they still made it back to the Stanley Cup Finals. But my biggest beef with this list comes at the fifth-place spot. The Vegas Golden Knights at plus 1,100 to win the Stanley Cup Finals, and then the Lightning at plus 1,200. And then at seventh, you have the Dallas Stars coming in at plus 1,400. And you might be saying, okay, well, you're only having beef with it because of the recent game that the Stars and Golden Knights played. You can't just base your you know, opinions for a best-of-seven series or the odds to win the Stanley Cup on one game. And while you're right, I think that that game 
has showed a little bit of, of the greater problems with this Golden Knights team. I, I think they're starting to unravel a little bit as of late. We've seen some injuries take over their team again. They're not playing as well as they were at the start of the season. At the start of the season, they were an electric factory. They seemed like a potential shoe-in to be the Western Conference representative in the Stanley Cup Finals. But now, even from the guys over at Locked On VGK, there's some speculation of whether or not they'll even make the playoffs, which is crazy because they're still holding on to that first-place spot right now. It's a tight race between Seattle, the Los Angeles Kings, also not too far off, and you never know when either of the teams from Alberta are going to catch fire, Connor McDavid, but also the Calgary Flames, who could make a huge move at the deadline, add a few key pieces, and then they maybe they could go on a run. I just don't necessarily see the Vegas Golden Knights being the second most likely team to make it to the Stanley Cup Finals and or win. I can understand the Avalanche being in front of the Stars, but I don't get the Vegas Golden Knights being there. And this is how I think about it. Uh, this is the way I, I am breaking it down in my head, at least. If you, if you look at those two teams on paper, do you really believe the VGK have a better shot at the title than Dallas? And the way I ask that question is this. If you're in the playoffs, if you're, let's say, the Nashville Predators or the Winnipeg Jets or even Colorado, and you're matching up against these teams, which team would you rather not play? Which team or which team would you rather play? Which team do you think you have a better chance at beating? And I feel like if you pulled the Western Conference teams that are poised to make the playoffs, poised to be in the postseason, I, I have a hunch that the majority of teams would rather face the Golden Knights because they think it's an easier win. There's a lot less playoff experience on that roster. Logan Thompson, he's been fine this season in net. He hasn't, doesn't have playoff experience, though, which we know Jake Ottinger showed last season that just because you don't have playoff experience doesn't mean you can't perform at a high level. But this team, I mean, who knows what the injury situation will look like? Who knows if their stars will be ready to step up? Or as you look at a team like Dallas, who has a onslaught of guys who have been to the postseason before, a good handful of these guys have made it to the cup final as recently as a few seasons ago. And you just saw Jake Ottinger do what he did in last year's playoffs. And you have to ask yourself the question. Which team is poised for better success in the playoffs? And I think at this point right now, it's the Dallas Stars. And I don't think we need to get caught up in, you know, postseason odds for and make that the end-all be-all. I think the Stars are always going to be underrated uh, across the board. Probably not just on FanDuel, but that's the one we pay attention to here at Locked On. And, and I think that they're just always going to fly under the radar and maybe not be anyone's favorite. Uh, just because of geographically where they're located and, and things of that nature. But I do think it's interesting that the Vegas Golden Knights, given their current state compared to the Stars and their current state, are projected to be more favorable to win the Stanley Cup Finals. I think that the Stars are built for the postseason. They're built for those best-of-seven series. Where it seemed like the Golden Knights, if they're not at full health, I really just don't know how far they can go. Well, we're going to take one more quick break, and when we come back, we'll get you prepared for tonight's matchup, the Carolina Hurricanes coming into town to face the Stars for the second and final time this season. More on that right after this. And we're closing out this midweek edition of Locked on Stars. We're going to send you on your way with a quick preview of tonight's matchup. The Stars hosting the Carolina Hurricanes for the first time this season, the second of two meetings between these squads. And the Stars just most recently lost in overtime on Monday night to the Buffalo Sabres. And tonight, they welcome a team into town that beat them in overtime in the first meeting of the season. This game was back in December in Raleigh at PNC Arena, a game I actually got to go to 
and watch as a fan. A very exciting game, an entertaining comeback for the Stars. They were down by two points or two goals rather in the third period, but found a way to come back and tie the game, force overtime. But unfortunately, they were not able to get the win in overtime as we've seen far too often this season. But they did all of this. They were able to steal a point with their backup goalie in net in Scott Wedgwood. It was a huge moment for the Stars on that road trip. You'll remember this was the back end of that trip through the Metro Division where they played Pittsburgh, Jersey, Washington, Carolina, and then Columbus. So it was a huge game for the Stars and seemed like something that they might not get anything out of, but they found a way to steal a point on the road against a team at the time that was in the middle of a huge win streak. They recently... Uh, have cooled off since their 11-game win streak, but we'll talk a little bit about that later. The Stars, I think, have a good chance in this game to get back on track, despite it being against a very high-caliber and very capable opponent. One, we talk about how Scott Wedgwood was the starter last game. I have to imagine here at home, you're going to give Jake Ottinger the start, especially with the day off in between games. Jake Ottinger, all-time against the Carolina Hurricanes, 2-1-1 with a 9-3-8 save percentage and a 1.98 goals against average. All of those games coming in the 2020-2021 season, Jake's rookie year, the condensed season, if you will. Uh, he hasn't really seen the Carolina Hurricanes too much as of late because last season in the game at the American Airlines Center, we saw Braden Holtzby give an incredible performance. And then last year, I believe it was Scott Wedgwood's Dallas Stars debut. He was the starter in net when the Stars went to Carolina for a date with the Hurricanes. So it's been a little bit since Jake Ottinger has played the Canes, but he was pretty good against them when he was playing them as a much younger player. He's older. He's much more confident in his game. He's a better goalie overall than he was a couple years ago. And I think he's the clear decision, the easy decision to put in net for this matchup. And the biggest difference on the Hurricane side of things in this game will be the presence of forward Sebastian Ajo in the Canes lineup. He did not play in December against the Stars, and he's actually not just back and healthy and playing games, but he's playing incredibly well. He's actually fresh off of a hat trick in his most recent game in Long Island against the Islanders. He has 17 goals, 23 assists, 40 points in 39 games this season. I've always held it to be true that Ajo is one of the most underrated star players in this league, and he's surrounded by an you know, an armada of talent, Brent Burns, uh, Natchez, Slavin. I mean, it's such a good team. It's a deep team in Carolina and they can beat you in a lot of different ways. And I think it's easy to look at that 11 game win streak and say, oh, the offense is unstoppable. They they just light teams up, which they can on some nights. They certainly can just blow a team out or, or beat a team by three or four goals. But, you know, while they're a team you can't take lightly, they do have their flaws. I was actually surprised to see that their offense is middle of the pack in goals scored this season, and their power play is 25th in the NHL. However, the special teams will get interesting on the penalty kills. This is a battle of two top 10 penalty killing units. The Hurricanes coming in at 10th and the Stars being in the top three in penalty killing, and the Stars also coming in at fifth on the power play. So special teams will play a huge role in this game. We talked about after the matchup against Buffalo where the Stars really didn't get their chances to try and execute power plays, only one power play opportunity, which they did execute on. But we talked about how that game might have ended differently if they got more chances. And the same could be said in this game. Not a very strong penalty kill for the Hurricanes. So if the Stars are able to get two or three power play opportunities, especially now that Rope Hints is back, I think there's a great chance that we see the Stars take advantage of that and pick up a goal or two off of the man advantage. 
And then, of course, if Jake Ottinger is able to do his thing and hold the Hurricanes to a minimal amount of goals, I think they have a great chance to win this game and make a statement against one of the strongest teams in the NHL. But nonetheless, should be an exciting matchup. I know it's always a good time when these teams get together. The games are always dramatic. They're always entertaining. And, and maybe another potential dark horse, quote-unquote, dark horse Stanley Cup matchup for this season. Again, I have a tough time thinking any team out East can get past Boston, but if there's a team that could do it, I think the Hurricanes have a great shot at trying to take down the big bad Bruins. And I think the Stars also have a good chance to win the West, although it will be easier said than done against teams uh, like the Colorado Avalanche or even some other teams in the Central Division. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you so much again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Remember to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube or the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform. You can also find us on social media at Locked on Stars on both Instagram and Twitter, as well as my personal Twitter account at Dane double underscore Lewis. And we'll be back here tomorrow with a recap and reaction to Wednesday night's game. And then, of course, we'll be looking ahead to the future to close out the week, a game against the New Jersey Devils. An exciting into the week, and then the Stars will be on break. I'm very excited for those guys to get some rest because I think it's going to be a thrilling end of the season. But we got to get through this game on Wednesday first, and then we'll start looking towards the future. But I hope you guys have a great Wednesday, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.